let's chat about how to curate your environment for weight loss success. But before we jump into this episode, I wanted to chat a tiny bit about weight loss and where we're coming from here. Um, I think sometimes for women, weight loss is a very triggering word, um, especially if you maybe are in a place of like wanting to heal and you know like maybe you shouldn't be pursuing weight loss or you're trying to you're trying to like find like not be immersed in it I don't know what the right word is but um I just kind of wanted to let you know that if you are listening and we talk about weight loss the most important thing that where am I going with this (laughs) the the stance that I want you to to know about where, where I stand is that weight loss doesn't have to be triggering because weight loss is all about lifestyle changes. So when, when we, when I post, uh, when I create podcast episodes about weight loss and you're like, I'm not in that place or whatever, or I'm nervous about listening or I'm triggered by weight loss. I want you to just think about it from a perspective of of lifestyle. And so this is, this episode is really going to be helpful for anyone, any health and wellness lifestyle. I just know that I also have a lot of women who are like, I I want to actively lose weight. I want to work on changing my body and supporting it. And that's not a bad goal, right? It can be a very supportive goal um, to to help your body show up in the way that you um, want to. And I get messages from women that say like, my body is holding me back. And so weight loss really does need to be part of my journey and that's okay and that's your decision and I have an episode on that about you know it's your choice (laughs) um I think it's when your doctor tells you to lose weight um just about making the decision for weight loss but anyway I'm I'm I digress I don't know what the right word is I just want you to know that if you get triggered by any weight loss words, I hope that you don't feel that way around here and know that anytime I bring it up, it really applies to just healthy lifestyle. If you want to change the words um, into, you know, healthy weight loss or not healthy, (laughs) healthy lifestyle, right? How to curate your environment for healthy lifestyle. Um, You can do that and know that that's what we talk about around here more than anything is we don't want to trigger you. We don't want you to feel desperate to change. We don't want you to feel like this is the requirement. Um, I want to help you support your body. So that's why I decided to title it this way, but just always know if you're listening, um, that really what we're here to do is support your health wellness. Um, and sometimes weight loss is part of that. Okay. I also want to share one thing. Um, I got a message the other day from one of our members in the Wellness Academy, and I thought, I just want to, I'm going to shout her out without sharing names um, because the women in this academy really deserve to be celebrated. And there's so many women doing so many amazing things. I'm just, I'm just like in awe every day of, of what they share and what they're working on. And they're all in different places. They're all doing different things. And I don't know. It's so, it's so rewarding for me to hear like when women say, you know, I, 
I don't, I don't feel like I have to go on a diet again because I feel safe and confident around food or I'm listening to my body or I had a really emotional day and I was able to turn it around without turning to food or, um, you know, I, I've made some, a lot of changes in my life and now I show up, right? And um, I show up for my kids, for my family. I, I feel better in my body and I don't know. I'm being kinder to my body. Anyway, I got way off track there. Clearly, I'm just feeling all the feels today. But um, I got one particular message this last week that um, our uh, academy member just said, this was her message, I'm down 10 pounds without even trying. (laughs) Just keeping up on my movement goal and working on food prep to improve my diet and also focusing on sleep. And look at what change has occurred in her body just from habits and working on creating supportive habits that fit her lifestyle. I just, it, the message, what's the story? The story and the belief is not, does not need to be that weight loss is hard. It's just about learning to change your environment. It's learning about how to change your habits. And I just love that message. I'm down 10 pounds without even trying. It just, it really supports. And there are times, yeah, like is, is it work? Yeah. Like there are things we have to work on. Absolutely. I'm not saying this is like easy. And I'm not also going to tell you that this was an overnight success because that would be not incorrect. But this is someone who has worked on healing her relationship with food and ditching the diets and taking a lifestyle approach to weight loss, which is what we're going to do in this episode. So I thought I'd just shout out one of our members. I want to do more of this. Um, I love sharing stories and just women who are succeeding and happy and fulfilled and showing up the way that they want to. It it brings so much joy. And I hope you feel that. I hope you feel that in the podcast. I hope if you're an Academy member, you feel that. Um, and I hope that it, it helps you stay motivated to show up for the life that you want to live. Okay, so if you want to get those kinds of results, if you want to be part of that community, um, we'd love to have you join us in the Wellness Academy. Remember, if you're a podcast listener, you get a special discount using the code podcast. So um, you can find all of it in the show notes. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. 
It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable. And I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, my friends, I am kind of looking forward to this episode. I have to share something a little silly, but like it's the nature of my job. (laughs) I've been working on a little bit of a weight loss goal myself, more so with experimentation because I'm just kind of, you know, sometimes it's, there's science and I have, I have all, I have the degree and I have like all the certifications on all of that, but there are times where it's like, you need to experience it for yourself or you need to go through it, um, so that you can teach some more things. Right. And so I've been, I've been working on some, some things with my own body and, and using, using it as experimentation in the right way. Um, and anyway, I just thought it would be fun to have a conversation today about what it looks like to curate your environment for weight loss and kind of specifically what I've been doing and what's working for me. And I have more ideas to share more with you about some of the outcomes and some of the things that um, I think will really help support you in some of your weight loss efforts. Um, But I thought, let's just, let's just jump into it today before I'm even through it. I'm just in the middle, like playing around with it and um, kind of watching changes and, and all of that. And just kind of going to be taking that back to our academy and clients and um, helping support them through that. So let's talk about how do we set up our environment for weight loss success, or like I said in the intro, um, healthy lifestyle success. First, how do we define our environment? Well, there are essentially three areas. Um, you could maybe argue there are more, but I, I narrowed it down to three areas of our environment. We have our mental environment, our physical environment, and our social environment. So we've got to always start with our mental environment because that's who I am. <laughs> Mindset is everything, right? How do we set up our mental environment to be supportive of weight loss or healthy lifestyle changes. First, create a new belief that you can do this by creating a commitment statement. So let's say, you know, you have a goal to lose weight without tracking or lose weight by, by honoring my hunger and fullness or lose weight by, um, you know, changing my habits we create a commitment statement from that to say, I am committed to dot, dot, dot. I am committed to weight loss with hunger and fullness cues and a regular exercise routine. So we've created this new belief like, okay, I believe this can happen and I'm committing to do it. We then identify and stop those limiting beliefs or those old stories. So any stories or beliefs that come up that say, I can't do this. This hasn't been successful in the past. What, what, who are you? What are you thinking? Right? We've got to stop those. We've got to say, Hey, I see you. Thank you for like keeping me safe and trying to protect me. But like, this is, this is the old story. And I'm not, I'm not in that space anymore. I'm committed to this new story with my commitment affirmation. And then we have to just enter with a new approach, right? We're entering with an approach that we haven't taken before. And that's okay. So we've got to we've got to train our brain to change the stories, first identify them, then change them to this new approach, this new commitment. Create a commitment that I can do this and this is how I'm going to do it. Okay? The second thing that we need to do is set up our physical environment to be supportive of weight loss and healthy lifestyles. 
I, I want to make this really easy for you. <laughs> There's one question for you to ask yourself when you think about setting up your physical environment for success. It's this, how do I make this easier and more enjoyable? If you apply this question to nutrition, exercise and movement, sleep, stress, you will get all of your answers. If you want to set up your physical environment, the the actions that you want to perform need to be easy and enjoyable, or at least make it easier than it would be. So like, for example, what's my example? Let's say you want to create a flexible meal plan and you buy all the food, but you don't prepare it ahead of time. So it's like all just sitting, uh, not chopped up in the fridge. That's not very easy to then go, hey, I'm going to make this meal, but I have to do all these things, right? That's not very, it's not an easier process. So we have to ask ourselves, how can I make this easier? How can I make it easier by creating a meal plan rather than guessing what I'm going to have every night to eat? How can I make it easier by having some snacks on hand so that I'm not, you know, unsure what to do in the moment and then I ignore my hunger cue and overeat at dinner? How do I make exercise and movement easier? Do I need to get myself some weights at home? Do I need to make sure my clothes are by the front door? Do I need to make sure my keys and my AirPods are by the front door? That's what I've been working on. So I created a a bigger commitment to exercise in the last few months. I got a little bit off track. Guess what? That happens even to coaches (laughs) and normal life, right? And I wanted to recommit to getting my body stronger And so for me, exercise had to be a habit that I needed to work on a little bit more specifically. So, you know, I made sure I got to bed at the right time. I woke up at the same time. I had my clothes ready. I had my keys ready. I had my AirPods ready. I had a water bottle ready so that when I got up, it was just like, I'm going to go. I'm just ready. The decision had already been made. And one of the ways that I make it more enjoyable at the gym is usually when I'm weightlifting, I'll do like, I have like a playlist that I really like. And then sometimes if I like go to walk or run, I have a playlist or a podcast that I really like. I'm in a little bit of a podcast rut right now, which feels weird to say as a podcaster, (laughs) but I in the past have really enjoyed like I save my podcast episodes for the gym time so that like I look forward to it, right? Um, How do I make sleep easier and more enjoyable? Do I need to make my room a little cozier? Do I need to set an alarm to get ready for bed, right? If we set up our physical environment to be supportive of the choice being easy and fun to make or like actually I'm looking forward to this or at least pair it with something that's fun, right? Maybe we don't like exercise, but we can pair it with an audiobook or a podcast or a good playlist or even a show, then it makes it a little bit easier and more fun to do. We don't have to have motivation, internal motivation to be like, I just love to exercise. I wouldn't, I'd say that's a very small amount of the population. We love to exercise because of how it makes us feel. And sometimes it takes some support to get there, right? So setting up your physical environment. How else do I do this? I want to give you some practical examples. Um, I make breakfast 
simple around our house by having certain days for certain breakfasts. So for my kids, it's a teeny bit different than for me. Um, you know what? I'm not the I'm not the expert in getting kids to eat food. <laughs> it's a little bit of a struggle at our house. So I have a little bit of different, but if you can put it all together, that's great. And I kind of do I kind of do put it together, but um like on Mondays we do eggs and on Tuesdays we do oats and on Wednesdays I think we do waffles and Thursdays is yogurt and then Fridays they get like kind of whatever or cereal or something. I try to find some protein cereals as much as I can, but and so I just know like it's already easy. We've got breakfast. We already know, okay, Monday's eggs. And so usually I just kind of make my eggs with them and and that's like my egg day. And I have oats with them and sometimes I'll make um, you know, myself a waffle or with a protein shake on the side or whatever. Um, so I just know what I'm doing each day for breakfast. Same thing with dinner, right? I meal prep. So I make it really easy. I prep my meals. I get the grocery list. I pick up the groceries. I get as much as I can ready, um, on Monday for the week. I don't always get everything ready, but we do our best. Um, and then it makes it easier and more enjoyable to cook because I'm not having to figure it all out. Okay. I already talked about (coughs) workout clothes, um, podcasts, maybe location, right? Like I like to go to the gym. So for me, it's more enjoyable to exercise at the gym than it is at home. And that works for me. So location really can help too. And maybe season, right? I don't want to go to the gym in the summer. You will not see me at the gym in the summer. I am outside. I am outside. I am having fun. I'm up in the morning exercising. Like I just do not want to see the gym. I don't want to see inside during summer ever. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's setting up that environment. What do I need so that I can exercise outside, right? And making it more enjoyable. So those are just some really simple examples to help you set up your environment. Walk around your house, journal through this. Just say like, what would it look like for me to set up my environment? Do I need cues? Do I need cues in my bathroom mirror to say like, how is your hunger today? Or um, you deserve to be fed, right? Maybe some some of those other cues, emotional, mental cues. Um, do you want to make sure that your fruits and veggies are in plain sight? So that it's a cue to say, hey, that's easier and more enjoyable for me to make that choice, right? Um, so I would just walk around your house and say, or even just, I would start by walking around your house and looking at your environment and asking yourself, you know, how could I set this up to support me even more? Do I need to move my exercise clothes to another room? Do I need to set up a gym for myself in the office or in a separate space? Um, what do I need to do? Right. Um, and then from there you just say, okay, how can I make sure my physical environment supports me in all ways? Do I like to go to the gym? That's a physical environment that I like to go to. Okay. So, That is the physical environment. And then finally, a social environment. What outside sources are supporting your goals? This is important because I get a lot of messages from women saying, I don't feel like I have a lot of support um, in this realm or, you know, maybe my spouse is supportive, but at the end of the day, will still go get ice cream with me or like, you know, they're like loving, but not as... 
um, firm, or maybe they don't, they're not interested or whatever. Or maybe you have kids that are hard to eat. I, that's something that I struggle with big time. Um, I have one particular kid that is, has, has some issues with food and, um, the other one is sort of, she was a really good eater and then (laughs) decided she wanted to be a little picky, but I think kids probably go through that a bit. Um, but anyway, so what is, what is your social environment? What outside sources are supporting your goals and then go find them. Do you need a gym family? Does that mean you go to exercise classes? because you have a gym family that motivates you. I used to go, I used to have a neighbor when I was, gosh, in college, I think. Um, and it was really fun because she was older and she had kids. Um, but she'd pick me up every morning at like 5.30 and we'd go to a class, like six, I don't even remember. Um, we'd go to a class together and she'd just come get me. And I just would know, I would expect it. And we'd go to a class together and um, it helped motivate each other, right, to go. and and it became the family. I I also um, used to have a trainer that I worked with. He did group classes and it was so, so fun. And I used to go, I think I got there at 5 a.m. I don't even know how. I didn't have kids. (laughs) My life was my own, but um, I used to go there and it was a group. It was a group fitness, a group training um, situation and he made it so fun. It was such a fun workout. And I look forward to being there, right? You knew when someone wasn't there and someone was worried if you weren't there. And it was just, it became that family, um, which is so cool. And I even now just have people at the gym that like we all go at the same time, right? You see the same people at the gym when you go at the same time. So it's kind of fun to have that community. Um, What about your online community? What messages are you choosing to um, surround yourself with when it comes to social media, right? Is your social media feed, your online community supporting your goals? Or is it shaming or hindering, right? What online community do you have or have you created? What about family and friends? Um, This is a little tricky. Sometimes it's a little bit tricky to navigate, especially because everyone gets their own opinions and sometimes we don't get to control what they say or think or do. And I have a lot of women that say, I don't really know how to navigate family situations. And I think it's really important to define your values, where you're at, and then create those boundaries and just know maybe they're not the ones to have this discussion with. And you just say, Hey, I don't have this discussion with you, right? Or, or whatever, but set some of those boundaries. And then you might also have some family and friends that are like, yeah, this is really supportive. And, and, uh, you know, I want you to be part of that. Um, so just know that you get to set those boundaries of what they look like. Well, what do we look for when we want to create a good social environment? Here's the one thing that I want you to look for, because if you're looking for a community or looking for that supportive environment, this is the one thing you need to do or need to look for is that whoever they are, they support you where you are and not where you're supposed to be or where they are. Sometimes it's really easy to, you know, follow an Instagram account that's like, do it this way, and this is what you're supposed to look like and supposed to do and supposed to eat, or a gym that says like, you know, this is what it's supposed to look like or where you should be in order to come here or whatever. I think, I don't know if the the message is like that obvious, but sometimes it's like subtle messaging, right? Where you feel like, gosh, do I even belong here? 
we want to find a place where we feel supported where we're at. Wherever you're at, you feel supported right there. And if you need that environment, we do that in the Wellness Academy. We have women in every stage of wellness and weight loss and relationship with food and relationship with body. We have some women who are still working on ditching the diet, right? And and healing that relationship. And then we have women who have, um, who are working on habits and who are actively losing weight, um, who are training for things, right? So we have all realms here. And that's the beauty is you get to be met where you are and you should be met where you are, no matter what social environment you choose. So those are the three environments of setting up for weight loss and wellness success. I thought I'd be fun for a minute and just share a few extra things that are kind of working for me and things that like I really bring into play, especially in seasons of weight loss. Um, And so I kind of call them my non-negotiables for the weight loss stage. First is, oh, in no particular order, I'm just going to list them, Um, a flexible meal plan. I have to know what I'm going to eat. I have to be very Um, I have to be very on top of my nutrition because when we're trying to lose weight, we're trying to, we're essentially putting ourselves in a negative calorie, right? In a calorie deficit. And we have to understand that we still need to get the nutrition that we need. It's not just about eating a thousand calories of cookies, right? You could technically lose weight with a thousand calories of cookies, but it wouldn't go so well, right? Um, So we need to have a flexible meal plan. We need to have a strategy, that's a non-negotiable when you're when you're in in weight loss mode. Um, we have to be on top of honoring hunger and fullness cues. This is every meal. This is paying attention. This is getting myself to seventy percent full at every meal. This is not overeating. This is honoring those cues religiously. When you're in that season of weight loss, which shouldn't exist long term, we need to be very in tune with our body's needs. We should leave the table feeling slightly deprived. That's what weight loss is, slight deprivation. So each meal, I'm going to do the same thing. I should be ending my day feeling like I was slightly deprived, both in um, new, both in like calories as well as just feeling like, hey, yeah, I had, to, I had to pass on that cookie or that extra because I'm in an active weight loss stage. Non-negotiable of movement. Okay, I need structured movement, right? Some structured exercise for me, non-negotiable. And for, I'm going to say most, all women, I want to say this should be a non-negotiable, especially as we age, is some sort of strength training. Non-negotiable. That should be part of your lifestyle. But also NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. What does this mean? Your movement throughout the day. When I'm actively looking to lose weight, I'm looking to move my body more because I want my metabolism to know, hey, like let's utilize these calories. Let's move more. So that's a non-negotiable. We should be moving to support change. Sleep. If you are not sleeping, you will not lose weight. That's it. <laughs> because sleep, man, good sleep, good quality sleep helps us manage our hunger and fullness cues, um, helps us manage our cortisol levels, et cetera, et cetera. There are many. 
that's a non-negotiable. We need to be getting sleep because our body's already in um, deprivation mode. And so we need all the help we can get to um, help it um, be okay with being deprived, right? It needs some heal. It needs like, we don't want it to just like waste away to nothing kind of scenario, right? It's, it's, it needs, it needs to be um, supported. It needs healing in the night so that we can continue our journey. And stress management, which I'll admit is probably not my top, is the one that I struggle more with, I guess. <laughs> um, but cortisol can hinder fat loss. So cortisol causes fat storage. And so we just need to look at opportunities to actively, proactively manage our stress. Other supportive or additional things. So I kind of shared my non-negotiables. What are some supportive things or some, some ways that I approach it? Let me grab some water. Some things that I, that support it, they're not required, but they're also very supportive. This is how I approach it. Take it for what you want. I tend to get higher calories earlier in the daytime. It makes logical sense that I need more calories in the morning because I want my body to have more energy and I need less calories in the night because I don't need the energy. I don't need to utilize the energy, right? My body is restoring at night while I sleep. So I tend to, what's that phrase? <laughs> Eat like a breakfast, like a king, lunch, like a prince dinner like a popper. I, that's not, that's not really how I do it, but I tend to find that I'm, if I front load more of my calories, I eat big breakfasts. I like that. That's personal for me. I really like breakfast. I like to feel very satisfied in the morning. I tend to be a very early riser. I get hungry early, like these things that's part of my lifestyle. Um, but even if you aren't used to eating early, like, teach your body, hey, I'm going to feed you in the morning so that you can turn on, right? Turn on the body and say, yeah, let's use the energy. So even if you don't feel hungry in the morning, you might have to teach your body, hey, like let's give us some fuel and so that we can utilize it throughout the day. So I usually do higher calories early in the daytime. Um, this one's a little bit more fine-tuned, but more carbohydrates around movement times. Carbohydrates are our source of energy. So if you want to utilize those carbohydrates instead of store them, eat more of them around times that you that you move your body. So like one thing that I've been working on is going for um, a walk after lunch. That's something that I kind of added. It's really good for blood sugar. Um, it's really good for utilizing that energy, getting your teaching your body like, hey, I ate food and I wanna use it to move my body instead of store it, right? So again, this is like very basic, what's the word? Um, there's science behind this. So like when I say it, it, there's more to it, but just know like these are some options or some supportive things if you're trying to lose weight and maybe you're already working on these things and you wanna add some more. You're working on the non-negotiables and you wanna look for more tweaks, right? Um, I'm looking for more movement opportunities, just like I said. And also I'm really working on hydration. It's also not my strongest suit. <laughs> I'm not the best at drinking water. It's something that I'm working on, but that really helps because water 
sometimes dehydration can be masked as hunger and then we overeat when in reality we're really thirsty. Um, so those are some additional supportive things that I do that really help me, um, kind of make weight loss more successful. Here's what I would say. As you go forward, you can just start becoming the detective. That is our goal around here. Start bringing in, start asking questions. What additions can I make? right? If you're in an active weight loss mode, what additions can I make? Can I add a, a, a walk after lunch? Um, can I look for better um, nutrients in my meals? How can I support this further, right? What could I do to support it further? How can I find balance with the life I want to live? How can I step into weight loss and also know that like this isn't everything, right? This needs to also fit into my lifestyle, which is the next question. How can weight loss fit into my life? That's the goal here. It's not like you're in a weight loss season, you ignore everything in life. No, you say, I'm living my life and I'm going to tweak some things so that I can create some change in my body. How can weight loss fit into my life? So how do you know? How do you know when it's time to enter a season of maintenance, right? Maybe you're in weight loss mode and you're like, okay, how do I, how do I get into a season of maintenance? Or um, maybe it's not time for weight loss. Here's what I want you to do. I want to go back to what we talked about at the beginning. Always make sure, always default to the environment. Get your environment set up first. So make sure that the physical environment is set up and supportive. Make sure you have social environment set up. Make sure you have mental and emotional environment, right? You, you've got these skills. Default to those and then add from there. So maybe it's I need to um, set this all up so that I can enter a stage of weight loss. And until I get some of these things kind of figured out, right? I want to work on some habits it might be really tricky to step into weight loss because you have some things that are not supportive of that. And weight loss requires some pretty pretty rigid, right? Some, some more strict methods um, because you're living in a season of deficit. So make sure that environment gets set up. And then if you are if weight loss is becoming too hard or you're finding yourself not being compliant, right, with the things that you set up for yourself, it might be time to enter a season of maintenance to say, okay, I'm going to return to regular lifestyle. But the cool thing is, is your regular lifestyle is maintenance lifestyle, right? It's not, we got on an extreme diet and then we stepped, like, then we returned to binging. No. You've built up those environments, those systems that support maintenance. And now all you're doing is going in and out of weight loss stage until you reach your goal and you feel good at the maintenance, the, the, the place that your body feels good and matches the habits that you want to perform. So if it's starting to become too difficult, go into maintenance for a little bit, return to lifestyle. And then when you feel ready, you can return back to weight loss. It really is that simple and we complicate it. Okay. I want you to know it can be simple. It requires work. It requires effort. It requires concentration, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be hard. It's a simple process if we think about it logically. Okay. So 
Hopefully that is helpful for you to identify how do I set up my environment for success? And maybe you're in a place of setting up for habit success or specific for weight loss success, wherever you're at on that spectrum, um, that's great. And if you're looking for support in this area, join us in the Wellness Academy. We will help you from literally step A to step Z, right? To From where you are, we'll meet you where you are and help you get those right steps so that you can live that lifestyle. And you know that because I share about that around here all the time, but that is what we do. That's how we support you. And I hope more than anything, that's also how this podcast supports you as well. So thank you for joining me today. I'll be back next week with a guest episode, which I'm really excited about. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.